Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WA. BC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Authorities are so far refusing to say if family members of the accused Highland Park shooter could face charges after his dad helped him buy the gun used in the attack. The bottom line here, folks, let's not dance around the issue. The father needs to be charged, and possibly the mother as well. That's one issue. The second issue this morning, what is going on? Something here does not pass the smell test. First, we had COVID. Now we have uh, New York City monkeypox cases, and they have doubled, doubled in just one week, officials say. Our third story tonight, and this one. The best way I can summarize this is to say, have you seen the video? Women, three women in their 20s, destroy a Manhattan business, leaving employees bloodied for a dollar and 75 cents, vandalizing a Bell Fries business on the Lower East Side of Manhattan and throwing all kinds of objects at its employees. It's not cute. It's not funny. And frankly, Dr. King and other civil rights leaders have to be turning over in their graves. People emailed me this video all day long, including Curtis Sliwa. And this happened apparently July 3rd. The women in the video, I don't know if they were intoxicated. I don't know what happened but the behavior was not very ladylike. In fact, they put the WWE to embarrassment. That's how bad it was. Wrecking the store, upset that extra sauce cost $1.75. One employee ends up in the hospital with head injuries. All three women were arrested. After looking at this disgusting video, this is absolute proof. The way progressives want to handle things is the wrong way to go. We're taking your telephone calls, as always, this morning, 800-848-WABC, 
888-900-9222. And this morning, I'm also going to share, I received a lot of emails regarding last night's show. I will share some of them with you uh, this morning. But, of course, we are taking your telephone calls, and we start with Highland Park outside of Chicago. So we already know, I talked about this at what I believe uh, the 4th of July night, that uh, Mr. Uh, Cremo, the 21-year-old wannabe rapper, had threatened to kill everyone in his family, uh, leading cops to remove the dagger, the sword, and a collection of 16 knives from the home. Just three months later, Three months later, his father, Robert Cremo Jr., sponsored the alleged shooter when he applied for a firearm owner's identification card. When he applied for a fire a firearm owner's identification card. And so while the father is shirking, if you will, his responsibility, I want you to listen to this young lady describing how her mother was killed in front of her. I saw the shooter shooting down at the kids, and I told her that it was a shooter and that she had to run. So I started running with her, and we were next to each other, and he shot her in the chest, and she fell down, and I knew she was dead. So I just told her that I loved her, but I couldn't stop because he was still shooting everyone next to me. What's the memory that you want to share with us about your mom? I want to share how she was before she died. She was waving to the floats. Every float that went by, she waved to them. And... She was having fun. Yep. Mm -hmm. She was just a good mom, and I got 22 years with her. 22 years with her mother. Do you think that young lady's going to be okay? We hope so. We pray that she is. But she is probably going to need therapy for the rest of her natural life. And now we find out that the alleged gunman painted this creepy mural on the outside of his mother's house on the back. Now, folks, to see this mural, anybody in their right mind would say, we have to call 911 right away and get this individual uh, psychiatric uh, help. And I'm going to your telephone calls in just one second, but it shows a character standing there clutching what appears to be a high-powered rifle, and the head of the character has a yellow happy face. And the father is saying that the young man was just expressing his art with the image and that it didn't really mean anything. To see this mural mural should have said emergency Psychiatric services are needed immediately. What what planet are these parents on? Let's go to your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 
1-800-242-1422. Pete in New Hampshire, good morning. What's on your mind? Don, I spent the whole holiday thinking about this. I, I tried to break it all down, and in my mind, I'm going to tell you several things. Number one, there's nothing wrong in our country. It's some of the people in it. They are whacked. Number one. Number two, Dom, oh, by the way, thank you for taking my phone call. Of course. Number two, Dom, the parenting skills are gone away in this country. And that, that the Uvalde shooting in Texas, Dom, if you go back to Sandy Hook, if you look at all the mass shootings, Dom, in this country with these young, these, I'll call them, little baby children, I'm going to be kind here, okay? If you look at the history of it, Dom, and you break it all down, I've learned one thing. It all goes back to the parent, the home structure, and that is the key, Dom, to all of this crap that's being thrown out there in this world today. Well, you know, Pete, perhaps you're you're right. But it's one thing to just simply be a bad parent. It's something else to enable your son who has, uh, he's already indicated clearly, uh, that, that, that he wants to do something very bad and you make it possible for him to get a weapon. I mean, so either, either you're just not paying attention at all to, to your child. I mean, I just, I, I don't get it. And frankly, thank you for the call, Pete. Where was the mother? Again, folks, please go look in the media accounts at this mural that this young man did. And to look at the painting that he did alone, I would have called 911 or the nearest state hospital and and inquired about emergency psychiatric care. What this young man painted is just not normal. And this is under the assumption that he actually did it, and his father says that he did. Let's uh let's go to uh, LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, and uh, God mercy on us all, Dominic. This, uh, with this mental uh, mental illness, this has been going on for a long time with all these, these shootings. That's always the, the sign. Um, it's like the same old song and dance to me, and I'm not a conspiracy, but to me it's starting to seem like a conspiracy thing because nobody is addressed. I mean, they're talking about the guns and the Second Amendment and all that's very important, but the mental issue of these people be- not being, you know, go- evaluating really hard, going on them real hard, they've been talking about this for years, and it's the same thing. So I, I'm always beginning to think that they, some people are planning that way, and this is going for a Democrat and Republican. Hmm. I, I I don't I don't know if I would go that far, LQ, that that people are planning this. I just think that we're dealing with a situation where with politicians and politicians, uh, for the most part, put money into issues that resonate with voters, and 
for a long time, uh, mental illness has been ignored. I thank you for the call. But, I mean, I mean, if we're going to be honest about this, we all know in our communities growing up certain individuals that you could look at them, you could just look at them and say something is terribly wrong. And to be honest with you, this is why I was upset when Mike Tyson, the boxer, started putting tattoos on his face because I knew that once someone of his status, good or bad, uh, did something like that, it was just a matter of time until it was going to become common practice. I'm sorry, folks. To me, it's not normal to have tattoos on your face. Some people choose to do so for whatever reason, but when you add it all up together, this young man, there were tremendous, tremendous problems. And before I go to the next telephone call, I want to, um, Mayor Giuliani, I want to uh, share one of the um, comments I received. Miguel from Flushing, and he says, Good morning, Dominic. I would love to take this moment to wish Rudy Giuliani a speedy recovery from his heart procedure, and we all do, and send him well wishes and send well wishes to him and his family. Rudy Giuliani is the best mayor in America, and it's not close. I, like you, was against him when he came out, but he turned out to be the best thing that happened uh, in New York City to New York City. I wasn't against him, Miguel. I, I was assigned as a lead reporter to cover him. And so that means that, you know, in the natural relationship, I'm to be guarded and 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 take what any elected official says with a grain of uh, salt. And so, um, Miguel, I, I thank you for that, and uh, God bless you and your family. Thank you for the uh, well wishes. Before I go back to the telephone calls here, uh, another email, and I'm reading uh, Deanna's uh, email. I'll just say Deanna from New Jersey. Last night I dealt with the issue of an assault weapons ban, and Deanna says, Dominic, you are going around in circles about the guns and driving yourself crazy. The problem is the culture, the parents, the lack of prosecution, and putting the criminals in jail. Also, the cops should report and restrict people they encounter with mental illness so they cannot purchase guns. The Highland Park shooter had a bad mother. This is Deanna's words. And cops had been called to his house because of his dangerous behavior. Finally, we finally we must have a Second Amendment, including rifles, to protect ourselves from a rogue government. Every dictatorship disarms its population. I thank you for that comment. I will get to uh, some other ones that I received uh, quite a bit uh, overnight. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to Richie in Staten Island, on Staten Island. Good morning, Richie, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Dominic, thank you for taking my call. Um, you know, Dominic, uh, we're going down a slippery slope here. If we start arresting people before they commit crimes, I, I, you know, determining, having a police officer determining that a person is mentally unstable, I could just see the lawyers in the courts having a field day with this. 
Okay, so so what's what's the answer, Richie? Do we just stand by and wait until he does something like uh, what what actually occurred? Dominic, uh, aside from aside from repealing the Second Amendment, there's you know unfortunately there's really not much we can do. The NRA is incredibly powerful, and both the Democrats and Republicans are afraid of them because they're they're concerned about self-preservation once they get in office. So I I, I mean. We've been talking about this, Dominic, for how long? 20, 30 years? We've started, and it's actually started, I guess, with Columbine in 99. I guess yes. that's, is that the major one that we had? And it has, it, and it's progressed ever since. It hasn't gotten any better. And the politicians come and go. More and more people die. And you know the real tragedy, Dominic? The real tragedy out of all this, and nobody ever talks about this. It's the wounded people. They oh, People automatically assume that the wounded people spend a few months, recover, and they go back to their normal lives. Eighty-five percent of the wounded people never, ever fully recover. I mean, did you remember the Mandalay Bay incident out in Vegas several years ago? Yes. How many wounded people? I think it was the... The Times or the Daily News did an expose on all the wounded people. How many lost their insurance? How many were foreclosed on? How many got evicted? How many couldn't go back to work? Richie, How many were being thrown out and becoming homeless you're correct. because, because you're of correct. their injuries? And nobody talks about the wounded. And nev- and some people are never the same mentally after going through a situation like that one or this one. I thank you for the call Richie, some uh, very good points there. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Frank in Jefferson, New Jersey. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Dominic, a privilege as always. Thank you. Go right ahead, please. I believe that these social platforms have to take sole responsibility of some of the stuff that's going around in our country. Instead of blocking and suspending pages of people who are pro-Trump, pro-life, anti-Biden. You can't tell me that because somebody is putting on a, uh, a spectacle of themselves in front of their guns with a caption saying it's only a matter of a time that they could stay uh, up there. I mean, how many times are we going to go through this when you and other reporters have said, have you guys seen the social site of this individual, of this suspect? That means we already knew about it. So why aren't the, so- uh, the social platforms alerting uh, the uh, officials to a possible deranged individual. You can't that, tell me it's all because of privacy. That's, that's that. That's a that's a, a very good point, Frank. And and societal wise, one has to imagine that that's where we're going uh, in terms of yes, there are privacy issues, but these media companies must red flag law enforcement or someone. To to your point of when there's a situation where clearly you can look at the post and see that something is terribly, terribly wrong. Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. You know what? I recently attended an event, a public event. It was outdoors. It's my first first outing since the pandemic. And uh, we we had a park, and there was a New Jersey State Trooper, and he was standing there, and he had 
as part of his uniform and his, uh, you know, he had a he had Kevlar and everything. He had an AR-15. There was quite a line. And I put my window down. And I said to him, is that an AR-15? He said, yes, it is. And we had quite, I said, what do you think about the general public having access to these kinds of weapons? I said, that's the weapon that they use in Uvalde? He's like, yeah, can you even believe it? I said, what do you think something like that does to a little kid? He said, you don't want to know. You know, I have an idea, Dominic, okay? And I want you to listen. So, Wait, but gonna... well, wait, wait, Steve, Steve, I, I, I have a lot of calls and, and I'm up against a break. So you, you got you to gotta speed it up a little bit, please. Okay, okay. So th- we agreed on two things, okay? And he was, one side, he was adamant that weapons like that should not be available to the general public just in general. That was from that was from law enforcement. And the other thing that he felt was important was that actual the uncensored crime scene photos of the victims who have been shot dead should be made public. I I agree with that Steve. I thank you for the call, but I don't believe the public could handle something like that. Remember in Uvalde uh, the the only way they were able to identify some of the children was based on parents describing the sneakers that they wore to school that day. So I'm I'm looking at a comment that I also received from a Leslie Timothy, I believe, and uh, Leslie says here, Dominic, you like to blame Biden, Adams, Lightfoot, Bragg, and Democratic mayors for crime. Yes, I do. And then he says, take a look at what the Democratic administration did, 1,500 criminals off the streets. And so apparently the Justice Department did some type of sting operation today, and the the person is correct, uh, over 1,500 arrests, uh, a month-long law enforcement sweep aimed at fighting violent crime. Okay, so... That's that's a step in the right direction. But we need like a million more <laughs> of those steps. We need steps so that young ladies in their 20s don't go into a restaurant and completely destroy it, jump over the counter, throw bottles at employees while everybody else is videotaping it and thinking that it's funny. Again, Dr. King and other major civil rights leaders have to be turning over in their graves. I'll be right back. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And I'm looking at the video of the young ladies right now. I forgot to mention that in between throwing items at the employees, ripping down the plastic, or I I don't know what it was that separates the workers from the uh, customers, one of the young ladies literally, I I guess she was just missing a pole, 
she gets on top of the counter and starts twerking with her backside aimed at at the workers. Young lady, we we don't need to see your backside. We we really don't. It's totally inappropriate. But it's the world that we live in today. Progressives say let them go. They're victims. Oh, come on, Dominic. Stop being so mean. Let them twerk if they want to twerk on top of the uh, the counter where food is served after they've thrown bottles at the employees. Historically, life has not been fair for them. Come on, Dominic. You're too tough. They were just twerking and throwing a couple of items repeatedly over and over and over again. And even though they were arrested, maybe they shouldn't have been arrested. Of course, they should have been arrested. We are talking about that situation and what occurred in the suburb of Chicago, that ongoing uh, situation. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, Dominic, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just want to say in general, uh, you know, the crime, the murders in Chicago, I think in fairness, some of that has to be attributed going back to the 80s. As you know, Mayor Harold Washington was the first African-American mayor of Chicago, and he fought a a hard fight to become mayor. And uh, he envisioned back then that a lot of the areas that he represented were vulnerable at the time because a lot of the manufacturing companies were leaving. And uh, he saw that that could be a problem in the future for the, uh, the people who lived in those districts. Unfortunately, after he won a second hard-fought election, uh, re-election, he died of a heart attack. Yes. And unfortunately, his successors uh, invested a lot of money and time in the loop. And a lot of those areas that he foresee foresaw were going to be a crime-ridden, uh, that's what occurred. So that's unfortunate what's occurred in Chicago. Mm. Well, Al, I, I thank you uh, for the call. But, but here is what I would like to see, to be candid and honest with you folks. An African-American mayor that's tough as nails when it comes to the issue of crime. Tough as nails. No nonsense, no pandering, no double talk. A Rudy Giuliani who happens to be of color. I'd like to see that in some of these cities, because what we're dealing with now, if you think this is working, please, please, please look at the video of these three young ladies. And I avoided it all day long. Uh, It was sent to me all day long. But the video of these three young ladies is indicative of all the problems that we have. Well, Dominic, that's not fair to these young ladies. Three young ladies in their 20s, that their behavior was so outrageous, they could audition right now for the WWE and be some of the best wrestlers that, that they have. That's how disgusting and despicable their behavior was inside, uh, inside this establishment on the Lower East Side. Let's go to David. In Orange County, good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Good morning, Dominic. First time caller. Uh, well, thank uh, you. Combat veteran. I'm thank you again. And, uh, I, thank you. And also, I wear another uniform on law enforcement. I just want to make a quick comment as far as the AR-15. I have an idea. Uh, basically, you know how they have a national registry for people who commit sex offenses? Yes. Well, maybe they can uh, put the same people who, uh, who are a little bit loony. Uh, maybe cops can automatically be, uh, uh, you know, responsible for uh, 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 putting them in some sort of registry for them not to carry any type of firearm or weapon at all. Well, David, I love the idea, and thank you for your service to the country. I love the idea, but what happens, and I'm just using this as a hypothetical, what happens if Daddy has enough money and influence to make sure that no matter what problems his son or daughter may have, that they're never on that list? Well, here's the thing. you know, you have mandatory reporters, whether you're a school teacher, first responder, right. or sex offenders, right. and stuff like that. Well, right. they, no amount of money in the world would uh, uh, would stop them from putting them on the registry. Right. Okay. So, so you, you get know, around the political influence. Right. Okay. And also, I just want to make a comment that uh, as far as uh, AR-15, the armor light rifle, just, just think that every pull of that trigger uh, uh, releases one round, just like a handgun. So just like a handgun, it's a semi-automatic weapon. I'm just going to make that point uh, with you. That's all. Well, thank you very much, David. First-time caller from uh, Orange County. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Tommy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tommy. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. My prayers for all the victims of senseless violence. I want to say that I am a proponent of, of the Second Amendment. I'm also a proponent of very, a stricter and better vetting, vetting for purchasing any weapon. I think it might be better to have uh, people wait for buying a gun until sensible vetting has been performed. That's just my personal opinion, even though I am a proponent of the Second Amendment. Um, I don't have an answer for stopping mass shootings. Our audience has a litany of answers for that, and I'll have to go with their suggestions. Uh, I do worry that when we start taking away any guns, it's a precursor to removing even more guns from um, legal citizens. And I'm not even sure how to prevent that either. So, I mean, it's not that I have all the answers here, it's just concerns. Um, I do believe in strict sentences are, are very important. You know, I mean, once you start putting these people in jail, anybody who's illegal weapon, start putting them in jail and, and doing stuff like twerking on top of a counter and smacking the stuff out of people. You know, maybe maybe some of this stuff will happen less. You know, uh, I can't say, but I'm hoping. And the other thing that bothered me, which is a catch-22 with the – with the, I hear people say that uh, that guy looks weird. He should never have been able to purchase a weapon. He has two different colors, hairs, tattoos on his face. Uh, the problem with that is, for me, is what's next? The guy with the full beard and looks a little Mideastern? You know, maybe he looks weird. He shouldn't have a gun either. Or me, a bald guy, goatee. You know, with the perfect face for radio, you know, maybe they wouldn't <laughs> want me to have open, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and the other yeah. thing is, go ahead. You're making a very good point there, but go ahead. I, you know, it's just that it, 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 it irks, it not irks me, it just concerns me because, you know, I don't know the answers to everything, and looks can be deceiving. There are a lot of cultures that use face tattoos, but not, I've seen this kid tattoos, and that's not cultural. That's, uh, <laughs> that looks more like the, uh, the stuff that goes on in jails, which is, where a lot of the face tattoos have become popularized, mm-hmm. and uh, well, the deviance, the, the deviance of face tattoos is uh, above and beyond the culture of you know traditional culture. That's more like uh, G 
jailhouse culture, and that's something that scares I, I me I hear as well. you, Tommy, and I, I thank you for the call this morning. This young man was evil. It's as simple as that. He was evil. To do what he did in the suburb of Chicago, and and I've been to Chicago and Madison. Madison, I've been there maybe four or five times in Wisconsin, all for uh, speeches that I delivered. But to to it, it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive separating the two areas. And to the reason why I say he's evil, to drive to Madison, right? And I don't like to second-guess people, but Mommy doesn't say, why do you need the car? You just give it to him? Okay, whatever. He drives to Madison and considers doing it again with the 60 rounds that he that he has uh, left. That's evil. That's evil. Let's go to Sherry. Sherry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sherry. Good What's morning. on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I understand that Mr. Primo, and I hate you even saying his name, his father was running for mayor, correct? Yes, he ran for mayor, yes. I'm curious as to know how was he running. Was he a liberal progressive? That, that's a great is, question, and I don't have the answer, but I promise for tomorrow night's show I will. But go right ahead. Okay, because the problem is is that they raised their kids. They were all a bunch of snowflakes. They all get participation trophies. They're never disciplined. Whatever they want to get. Now, you know your son threatened to kill himself and kill your family. How could you, in, any, in, in good conscience, co-sign for him for any firearms? Right. And that and that's why I started out with the premise tonight that Daddy, Mr. Father of the Year, has to be charged. Yes, he does. And my other, my other, I have another question, because apparently the killer from the Valley and the Buffalo shooter either knew each other or knew of each other, and they never really came out if it was through social media. So I'm wondering if this person also was on the same pages as these other two. That is a great question, Sherry. And what scares me, what really scares me is, thank you for the call, Sherry. As we speak right now, the next nut job is planning for his or her big moment in terms of, so is this the new norm where every time we have a holiday, we have to worry or parade that some nut uh, that's not happy with, with their life and they decide they're going to uh, shoot it up? Is is that the new norm that that we society uh, has to deal with? And it really does bother me, again, that as we speak, someone somewhere is saying, hey, those guys, you know, I like what they did. I, I want to go down in life the way they did. And they're planning this uh, this type of situation, destroying lives. One of you mentioned the wounded, and you're so right. And as far as yes, the 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 wound may heal, but what about the psychological damage? That's lifelong. Neil. On Staten Island, good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. I want to say three things. The first, the Illinois shooter 
the life imprisonment is a ridiculous sentence for him. It should be death. It should be guaranteed death for a mass murderer. No ifs, ands, or buts. Secondly, somebody called about the NRA. Nobody who was ever a mass shooter belonged to the NRA. The vilification of the NRA is a democratic thing because they Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Neil, they, maybe they didn't belong to the de- NRA, but did they benefit from the work of the NRA? From the advocacy of the NRA. Yes, the NRA is, is, an, is an advocate for, for the Second Amendment, but they're also an advocate for safety and for, for responsible gun use. I'm not an NRA member, but you never heard of an NRA member committing a mass shooting. It just doesn't happen. Uh, and thirdly, those three girls, yes. somebody has to beat the heck out of them before, they, before they're brought to the police. Well, they 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 they're grown women now, so those days, those days are over. I mean, but 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 just as guilty, just as guilty. And Neil, I I thank you for the call. Just as guilty are all the young men that you can see in the background. They thought it was funny what these three women were doing. No one, and this is why I say progressives need to be ashamed of themselves. No one said, hey, I'm going to be real with you folks right now. No one said, young sister, you're embarrassing our people right now. Please don't do this. This is not the place or the time to do something like this. Look at historically where black people had to fight for the right to vote, and this is how you're going to honor that legacy by completely showing your at this establishment. All of the young men there, they thought it was funny. I guess they liked the twerking. They thought it was funny. This is what's wrong from city to city to city. Progressives have basically ruined America. I said it. Dominic Carter here with you, and I mean it, on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'll be right back with the Dominic Carter care segment stay with us and we'll have more of your telephone calls handling legal matters is stressful so let the law offices of frank bruno jr provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve the law offices of frank bruno jr has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years they focus on elder law and estate planning but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate the law offices of frank bruno call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com that's frankbrunolaw.com frank bruno Bruno, he's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. One of the things that I am also concerned about is how do you shoot and kill the grandfather of the block. How do you do that? How do you, how do you, how, how do you do something like that? It is in the alarm you hear in the background, folks, is the alarm. It's the alarm that the workers at the Bell Fries in New York City, that they sounded to try and get these young ladies to stop what they were doing and they would not stop. And so 
back to my point, new video has captured the SUV whose occupants are support are sought in connection to the deadly 4th of July shooting of an innocent Bronx bystander known as the grandfather of the block. Police say 62 years old, 62 years old. John Edwards was not the intended target, but was struck in the chest on Prospect Avenue near East 187th Street. I lived at one point at 184th, right off of Webster Avenue. So about a 10 block difference separating these two. So he died in the arms of a friend. Think about that. And so I'm I'm looking at, uh, before I get back to the topic at hand, I'm looking at my Twitter and wiser words to, she says to me, right, all that's going wrong in the world, and she says to me, I'm waiting for you to refer to the Highland Park shooter as an animal. So you see, folks, this is the problem. Nobody cares. All we care about is blame that race. Blame that individual. No, you're you're not you're not calling them out, Dominic. You're only talking about black people. Uh so for the hundredth time now, the reason why I have not referred as of yet to the young man in uh, Highland Park as an animal is because there are extenuating circumstances. And what do you mean by that? There is nothing that can excuse his behavior. But there is obviously a serious mental illness problem with this young man. And given the fact that from when I was two years old on growing up, that my own mother was institutionalized in state psychiatric facilities from Georgia to all around the state of New York. When it involves mental illness, it just makes me take a step back and really, really think about it. And so, again, for the hundredth time, that's why I have not referred to the young man in Buffalo yet as an animal or as this horrible person uh, in, in the Chicago area as an animal. Because clearly, in each case, there are serious, serious uh, mental illness problems going on. With most of the crime that I refer to, there's no mental illness problem. It's just an issue of progressives letting people do whatever they want to do, destroying society. But wiser words, too, I I thank you for your comment, just like I thank um, everyone. And it just saddens me. I'm waiting for you to refer to the Highland Park shooter as an animal. So in other words... I, I, I don't care. I just want you to call him an animal because you've called black people animals in some cases of crimes, which I have. If it calls for it, I'm going to do it. Oh, 
Let's go. Uh, let's go back uh, to the telephone calls. Elijah in Toronto. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. Um, I'm enjoying the show. Um, that's um, you. You have been uh, talking great comments about all these things. I've heard some very sensible comments from other callers, and. Um, I just want to give my opinion on this thing, on both the things. First of all, I'll talk about this uh, incident in Chicago where the three young ladies have done something wrong, whatever. Um, I believe there is one thing that I that should be added to this. Yes, they were throwing things, which is bad behavior. Uh, yes, they were twerking or whatever they were doing. That's bad behavior. Whatever show they put up, that was bad. But another thing should be added to the list, and that is disrespecting that employee which was just doing his or her job okay so that's I, that's what i think that should be added to the list that should be the first point on the list no one should disrespect anybody so now we come to the to the shooter and i would like to say uh, we have to talk about what yes so the society is being destroyed why the society is being destroyed whether it's um New York, it's Toronto, it's Chicago, everywhere it's the same thing. So I think we have to find the root cause of the problem. And when you talk about that, think about all those uh, video games that we that are available in the market that have all that blood and all that shootings and everything. And the kids know more about the weapons than them maybe maybe a police officer, or I shouldn't say that, but like any other person who's like, you know, they know more about the weapons than anything else. So that is one side of the problem. Another thing I think is um, uh, the movies, all the action movies. Look at like, you know, how many, uh, how many people go to watch those movies and how um, strongly they're liked as compared to other romantic comedies or anything else. So I think that these things should also be looked at and I think that they also play a very important role in, uh, you know, in the far side, I would say this is also a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, well, what do you think? Well, I, um, I agree with you, Elijah. Um, I'm just really saddened by uh, a lot of things uh, that are going on. And as, as to the, uh, to the young ladies, Oh, I mean, oh, I, I almost thank you for the call, Elijah. I'm as far as the young ladies. I am almost at a complete loss of words. I mean, this may sound somewhat sexist, but you might expect that type of behavior from men, but it's it's rare that you see something like that from women. And and maybe maybe they were intoxicated after it was four o'clock in the morning after destroying the establishment and terrorizing the uh, the workers. And I see I have a call from Loretta in New Rochelle about the Long Island the, the Rhode Island senator. I'm aware of it who was uh, twerking on the beach. So you know what? I'm going to hold my thought for just one second. I'm going to go to Loretta in New Rochelle. So you've noticed that, huh, Loretta? Yes, um, my brother lives in Rhode Island. I know your daughter does, too, and he sent me the video. I I just could not believe what I was seeing. A a Rhode Island state senator in a bikini twerking on the beach on 4th of of July. Doing a handstand. 
And, yes. and, and, and she happens to be openly gay and she thought that it was, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. In other words, if state senators are now doing things like twerking, I mean, what's to stop? I mean, I know the, uh, the video that you were talking about, the girls were destructive. I haven't seen it yet. But it's like if, it's, if twerking is okay with a state senator, then it's okay, I guess, for anybody. Right. I mean, and, and, like, and, what kind of example is that state senator setting for and, everybody else? And, and what about young ladies that come from communities that don't have many role models? And here it is, the state senator standing on her head and justifying a state senator in a bikini twerking. And I I always thought, folks, to be honest with you, I always thought you leave something for the bedroom. I mean, we don't need to see everything you do. I mean, on a beach in Rhode Island, <laughs> beaches are very popular uh, 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 in Rhode Island, and the senator was just there. Thank you for the call, Loretta. The senator was just there uh, twerking. So I don't know. You know, Russell and White Plains, you've been holding for a while. I apologize. You've been on hold. Good morning. What's on your mind? Thanks, Dominic. You know, I just don't understand. I'm a believer in the Second Amendment, too. And I just don't understand where a well-regulated militia fits into these kids having these AR-17s. But I want to ask you about the Supreme Court's reasoning. You know, this gun law, that the, the gun decision came out, basically says that everybody can have a concealed weapon because somebody next to them might have a concealed weapon, right? Is that what it came down to? Well, it, it, basically, uh, well, but no, more specifically, the court found that the rules in New York City were too tough and went too far in order to uh, to uh, have a concealed weapon, and thus it was uh, it was shot down by the court. People are more often the victims of crime than the perpetrators, and it's certainly more often than uh, so-called regular people. They're they're big perpetrators, but under these uh, Americans with Disability Acts, wouldn't mentally ill people have a right to a Second Amendment protection under this? this crazy Supreme Court reasoning. But that's why I say, why should any of us follow rules anymore if the Supreme Court doesn't follow rules? Well, I I hear you, Russell, but on the other side of that, the flip side of that coin, there are people throughout the country, in fact, here in our listening area, that believe the Supreme Court made the the right ruling. You know, you, you may disagree with it, I may disagree with it, but you know we're not we're not on the uh, Supreme Court. I'm joined now by my colleague Frank Morano, the other side of me. Hello, Dominic. So good morning to you. And I, I guess you and I won't be twerking on the <laughs> desk uh, here, uh, Dominic. Now that all of our listeners know that you uh, frequently patronize nude beaches, I don't think anybody <laughs> is putting anything past you these days. <laughs> I said I went once. <laughs> That's what they all say. That's what they all say. Elliot Spitzer had the same defense. I it was something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I bet I I wanted to ride around. Look at that look on your face. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ride around Nice uh, with a moped, so I got to do that. And then I said, "The hell with it." That's I'm, great. I'm going to I love new, it. I'm going to the new uh, beach. Makes me like you even more. I like it. So what do you have coming All up? Right, action-packed show. Uh, it is Thursday, so we have our weekly sit-down with uh, with Brian Kilmeade. 
We have our weekly trip to Atlantic City. We're going to do the AC report with uh, a fellow that's uh, a real expert, Michael Traeger, who actually just got back from Vietnam. And I didn't even know that Vietnam had casinos, but apparently they do. So he's going to compare the casinos in New Jersey to the compete casinos in Vietnam, which, by the way, take American dollars, interestingly enough. Of course. And uh, I'm also going to be joined by the guy with the best voice in radio, Dr. Sky, Steve Cates, to talk a little bit about what's happening in space because there's a great deal happening in space. So if I take you to a nude beach, will you go with me? I, well, I'll go. No, well, I mean, will I, I will you, not will you be, take part? I will not be disrobing. If, if I... <laughs> If if I would if I looked a little bit better naked than I would uh, I, I'd look at me uh, you look okay For, well you look okay clothed but trust me if I looked good naked Dominic I'd be walking around all day naked but <laughs> the fewer people see me naked the better you're making me laugh uh, considering how disgusted I am of of that tape of those young ladies at that oh. uh, at that uh, that uh, fast food restaurant yes, absolutely. They, I mean, so, but anyway, I like to take the phone calls with you, with the public. Let's, Let's go it. back to the phone calls you select. Uh, how about, uh, just to tick some people off, have a Stan in Forest Hills? Okay, Stan, good morning. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Uh, you're really not going to be naked, are you? Because I just got a picture of that in my head. He's naked right now, Stan. You should <laughs> oh, see him. I'm, I'm heading for that. I'm throwing up. So uh, I wanted to say something to Frank. Go ahead. Go ahead. Frank. A book came out called Gangsters versus Nazis. I don't know if you heard about it with Michael Benson. It was on the post. They had a whole page on it relating to the fact of the mob cozying up and has cozied up to the government for over 75 years or 80 years. It's, uh, we know what happened with the Kennedys and that this, in, during World War II, uh, Judge Perlman worked with Meyer Lansky to take out the American Nazis fight with them and so forth how much i know you i don't hear you talking about that the coziness there has been in a sense collusion between the american government and the mob over 80 years have you mentioned that at all at all i've talked about it on your show yeah well i not so much on the radio but in the podcast that uh, that i do the racket report we've covered it a great deal and you're exactly right um i haven't read that book yet but it's on my list uh meyer lansky and uh frank costello uh, bugsy siegel even they all played a, a tremendous role in helping uh, the american war effort in world war ii and that's what led to a lot of people to speculate that maybe the Kennedy assassination was some sort of a collaboration between the mob and different elements within the uh, within the U.S. government because they had collaborated before, not just during World War II, but on several uh, assassination attempts on uh, Fidel Castro. Well, the election too, don't you think? Uh, he was uh, Frank, not Frank Costello. Uh, Sam Giacomo was supposed to give them a state. He got them as the state, right? Illinois didn't go through and. To this day, people still think that the mob possibly took out President Kennedy. It's possible. Uh, it's certainly possible. Certainly possible. Stan, we thank you for calling as always. Let's go to Pamela in Central Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. We're tight on time, but go right ahead. Good morning. Um, I think uh, it's Pollyanna-ish, but um, I think we, we really have to make a concerted effort, just like when somebody decides to clean up from drugs or alcohol. We really have to clean up our media and our culture of violence and of language. Uh, our, our politicians are modeling violent uh, rhetoric 
and um, behavior, and we we have to decide that we're just not going to have this anymore. I and- I agree with you, Pamela. I'm I'm sorry I have to step in, but we are we're uh, almost uh, completely out of time. I hope that you can call in and make your point again tomorrow. Folks, you want to keep it right there. You know, I'm thinking about the twerking state senator in Rhode Island doing a handstand, twerking, looking nasty on the beach. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Have a great morning, folks. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.